Welcome back, and this is Tia on Tia Talks, bringing you black and brown people to the forefront to share their stories. And today we're here with the Brandon Alexander. The Brandon Alexander. Yes. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me, Tia. I really appreciate it. Of course. Well, how you feeling today? I'm hot. It's like starting to warm up in New York. This shit is not cute. You know, I haven't got my summer body yet. So. Right, but I've been seeing you. You be working out and stuff. What's mm-hmm. going on with that? You know, image development. Like what I do for other people, I'm starting to do for myself now. So you know. Bless, bless, bless. You mm-hmm. are a stylist, a celebrity stylist. Celebrity and editorial stylist, image architect, creative director. Oh my God, that mm. sounds so professional. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tia. Okay. I love that for you, all those titles. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So, how, when did you get started in, you know, working in fashion and helping artists? So, where you want the long story or the short story? I want the medium one. Let's do the media. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're going to do a couple of abbreviations. So I studied at FIT, and then, like, my freshman year, I got a, uh internship at W Magazine. From W Magazine, I was interning for a couple of months. Then they moved me with a stylist, Michelle Cameron. She worked for, like, Blackground, and she did, like, Harper's covers and things. From there, her assistant, like, took me to Alexander Wang. From Alexander Wang, I went to... Worked for Katie Mossman. Katie Mossman hooked me up with Marnie Stefan. And then we had the Mrs. Carter World Tour. But um, Marnie wasn't like Beyonce stylish yet. I was doing background okay. for the Mrs. Carter Tour. Um, from there, then I started like getting into fashion PR, PRC I worked at. Then I was like doing a couple of like assistant freelancing jobs, you know. And then I just decided, like, oh, let me, like, be a stylist. That was the first time. Okay. <laughs> you aren't allowed to be a full-time stylist without, like, financial support, you know? Okay. No backing means no money. So you basically, like, for me personally, like, I worked four years for free before, like, wow. actually getting paid. Yeah. So, like, for styling stuff, like, and then my first, like, celebrity client was, like, J. Cole, we did the night job video with him and Bass. And then I got Jason Derulo from there. I was able to quit my job and then like actually like be a full-time stylist. Right. And it's been like six years now. Wow. I can't believe you were like basically working for free. That's what I tell people. It's not about the monetary, like the connections that I gain, like with the showrooms and with like clients. Like the first person that hired me was somebody that I had met during my free trial period of, like, styling. So, like, uh, that got me the J. Cole job, yeah. Okay, so when you're working with artists, um, what is that consultation like? Like, are you, is it, like, a phone thing, or is it in person, or It's mostly a phone thing, but now since, like, post-pandemic things, it's like a Zoom call, so, like, you can get the emotion. Um, So, like, when I was working for Sony, it was basically, like, that's why I say, like, I'm an image architect because I would come in and we would put it in a plan. Right. Like, they wanted me to, like, image develop. Like, and I would always get the newest artists. Like, so, like, Flo Millie, for instance, like, 
I sat down with her team at RCA and we developed a whole plan for what we thought would be best for her like career path. Right. And then it's just like a two hour consultation. Then you finally meet the artist and then you do all their promo stuff. If they fuck with you, you like move on from there and then it becomes like a developed friendship relationship. I'm not really friends with so like my celebrity clients. Like I treat it as work, you know? Okay. So is there ever a time where like you said, Sony or somebody like a label, like a big machine like that um, has this idea for what they want their artist to be. And then the artist has like a, a clashing idea of what, how they want to present to the world. Honestly, it's majority all of the time. So with a lot of the times and like I'm not going to name names, it's like they don't even tell the artist what they're doing. They don't even see their own video treatments. And I'm like, um, a lot of people that I do work with and they have like complete autonomy. But when you're like a newer artist, they don't really give you the breakdown of like what we're doing, like what your career path is gonna be, what we want you to do, like how things are supposed to be done. And mind you, this is the, the breakdown of how basically labels work in this time and era mm -hmm. is like, okay, we're giving you, we're signing you for $4 million. We're going to give you this X amount of money for you as an advance. But you basically have to make that money back. And if you sign for three albums and you spend all of it on the first album, then it fucks you up. And that's why a lot of people don't go where they're supposed to go. But if you have a complete control over what you're doing, then you get a better sense of like things creatively. But most of the time, a lot of them don't know. Like, mm. they just show up. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. So let's talk about you a little bit. So where has styling taken you? Well, it's taken me to Dubai next week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's going to be funny. I'm doing um, a fashion show and photo shoot. Um, one of the brands that I work with, they got picked by the Dubai Fashion Council and like I've been rocking with them for three years. So Wow. So you've been to Dubai before then? Mm, no. I was supposed to go to Dubai like mm, a couple of months ago. Okay. But like I don't like doing things by myself. I don't like to travel by myself. I don't like, you know? Okay. So like I was supposed to go with um Tyra, Tyra Banks. So yeah. she like was doing something for Armani there. They opened up that mall and I was like, nah, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna jack it. So, how many years have you, like, been doing this job professionally? So, six. So, I was working at Louvain, Le Bon. You were bad. working at Le Bon? Yeah, Le I was, like, doing, like, the door and, like, coat check. and. That was, was your job hostess. before styling? It was my job during styling. So, oh. remember how I mentioned, like, I was, like, assisting yeah. and doing things and trying to, like pop my styling career so I always worked in fashion because I have a degree in fashion design but like it was just at some point in time it's like I couldn't balance both so I was like let me just go to nightlife I go outside anyway all day it kind of worked right because I was able to style in the daytime and work at night so mm. I like was doing the like door there and like Making more connections. My first year as like an independent stylist, like a real like professional stylist, all my connections came from Lebane. Like, oh, why aren't you there? I'm like, oh, I'm styling full time. And they're like, oh, come and do this, come do that. I know wow. this person, I know that person. So yeah. Okay. And then, so how did you connect with Tyra Banks? So with Tyra, 
I, it's really funny. I'm pretty sure Jara doesn't even know this story. So there's this photographer, Jara, and she does like all of Cardi B's like um, photography and videos, the well, majority. And I shot with her. But there's this other photographer, and her name is Mary Phillips. I think that's what her name is. And she saw me on Jara's page and was like, your work is phenomenal. And then they wanted me to do something for uh, the London Sunday Times. And okay. it happened to be Tyra was the focus of it. So like, I did a photo shoot with her and like, it was really conceptual because I had like three days to prep and like, I just like, I do this thing, it's like the Brendan Alexander effect. I was, it's a hashtag on Instagram, crafted by Brendan. So crafted by Brendan is when I just come and like all the clothes just become things for me. I start shifting and shaping them. Right. Like, so she saw that and she was like, oh my God, you're so talented. Like you should be like in France, like at an atelier, like draping shit and sending it down the road. Yeah. So she had signed on to do Dancing with the Stars and she kept me in mind. She was like, I would love for you to come in and like, uh, do the show with me, and that's how we started working with each other. Wow. So was it like a um, fun experience? How would you describe it? Mm. TV is challenging. Okay. And I always have like the like utmost respect for people who can do things live because like even this makes me a little bit nervous. Like I'm trying to watch myself and like do this. <laughs> so like, but Tara's such a like perfectionist and like she knows exactly what she looks good in. So it's adhering to her rules of how she sees herself and she knows what she's gonna look like on camera. So that made it a little bit easier. The challenge was we would be doing quick changes. So we developed this sense of like, people literally were watching the show to see what she would be wearing. So to keep them watching the show, we would change the outfit. Wow. But we had like three minutes to do it. One time she got caught in a corset and what? then like had to hold it on live TV. It was so crazy. And then that was the challenging part, you know, like just getting things made custom and like them coming from all over the world and like, you know, I, it was a challenge. It was a really big challenge. It really was. But I did it. And right. I did it. Wow. That that sounds like an experience, mm -hmm. nonetheless, because you worked with Tyra Banks and you were on television. So tell me about, like, this past Fashion Week, New York City Fashion Week. How was that experience for you? It was good. So, like, I had, like, a little bit of, like, multiple clients. So I set it up where, like, because I am a creative director. So I set it up as, like, I wanted to, like, most of my clients who experience fashion week so i put these packages together and like i did pr for the first time in a long time but no shout out to like panama and desmond okay. like they helped with pr a lot and um josh mills like he did a dope job um so basically i lined all my clients up to like set them a set schedule on how fashion week would go so they will all be together. So like I was doing Hood Celebrity and Ellie Choppa, Trap Selena, and like at some point in time I end up dressing Cleo Trappa for like a after party. But like Fashion Week was dope. And like I was with NLE majority of the time, but he's like a dope kid, so it was easy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So what what's like the consultation with someone like him? 
With Choppa, yeah. he has a very good sense of like what he likes and what he doesn't like because he's like a smaller guy, so he needs like his shit to fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, flashy, but you know where I elevated it is, it's like, let's make it fashion. Right. Like, I'm always for trap shit to make it look fashion. That's a little bit of my own aesthetic. Like yeah. little ghetto fabulous. Right. So when you at the at the at the shows, mm-hmm. where are you? Like, are you behind the scenes? Are you sitting? I'm more behind the scenes. So, like, either, like, sometimes you'll be sitting next to your client or, like, sitting behind them. But I'm always running around, like, because I was, like, stepping out of my role as just a stylist and I was in control of it a little bit, it was a me running around talking to the PR people of the show, talking to the press, and, like, as soon as he gets up, run over there and take his photo and then da-da-da, whatever, whatever. So, like... I was at the Laquan Smith after party, and it was like, he was texting me like, where are you? I'm like grabbing photographers, grabbing media. Like he did interviews, everything, and I was just like on it. But that's something that I learned from like my friend Josh Mills, who was like amazing at PR and you know? So it's just like, even if it's not pre-set up, like you can grab it while you're at the thing, so. Wow, okay, so you're stepping, well, so you basically you're entering like a new role, which is, PR, or you've been PR, doing just, it. I, I do like when, like I said, like I mentioned, like I worked at PRC, like PR oh, okay. consulting. It's like one of the biggest, like P fashion PRs in all of the city, okay. and well, all over the world actually, because they have PR Paris, PRC Paris, um, PRC New York, PRC Los Angeles. So they have like multiple facets. So I learned from there how it yeah. works. I just haven't implemented it into my work. Okay. And I just focus on the art mostly. But like I'm expanding now. Yeah. So my creative director role, I'm taking serious. Like I can do all things. Right. Wow. Mm. That's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Mm-mm. <laughs> so that means I'm you excited have... about the bigger checks. I'm not okay. excited about the extra work and controlling other people. I like to work alone, but you know. Yeah. It's... So that means you have to hire more people. No, I no? just have to onboard more people to do their job oh. the correct way and tell them how to do their job. Like, this is the goal. This is what we're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're the leader. Mm, yeah, basically. Running the ship. Running the ship. That's the way I like shit. I love that for you. Thank you. You know how I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I am. So what advice can you give, like, young women and men that want to enter into the fashion world Mm. and if you could speak into the mic for this one so basically so it's a funny story so like when i told you like the four years i worked for free my grandma would be like are you going to do your work work are you going to go do the free work Mm, right right like basically literally just do things for the experience but with the quality level that you need to like get to where you want to go like there's a big difference in being like you know like a h&m merchant visual merchandiser if that's your goal and that's what you want to do then like do the overnights with the visual merchandisers if you want to be a personal shopper start picking your most beautiful friend and like helping them make their Instagram pop and you're their personal shopper and now you have work for your portfolio. It's basically like working on your portfolio for free, 
can making the dots connect and just do the work. If you do the work, things will happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is some great advice. Even with me too, like working, I like trying to like build my own brand, Tia's Hawks. I've had to do a lot of free stuff too. Yeah, and you have to spend your own money sometimes, yeah, majority so- of the time. And even when you first start, you're gonna make so many mistakes. Right. That is just like even when you start getting paid, you're going to spend majority of your check. It's not a fair thing in styling, yeah. but it is about one, the clout level that you have, two, the like portfolio that you have, especially if they're just trying you out. Like just just take the money sometimes and figure it out and like figure out how to pay yourself later. And I'm not saying don't pay your rent, but right. sometimes shit get a little yeah, you, know? you got to shift things from one account to the other account. account. <laughs> you got to borrow some money. You know? <laughs> it's just like, it, it is what it is. But do the work and it'll come. Like, even when it doesn't come, oh, I had a bad thought. That's, if it doesn't come, sometimes that means you just ain't got the oil, baby. You got the stuff. <laughs> But, you know, like, trust the people around you or, like, your most upper-level creative friend and, like, really ask them that question. Do you think that I'm good? Like, I didn't It's I didn't just come out of the gate, like, swinging. Like, right. I was friends with another really influential stylist right now. And, like, we worked on it together. Like, no, I don't like when you do that. Like, there's a shout-out to Jehuli. He, like... When first started styling, I was doing men's. That's the crazy part. Right. And he was doing women's, and he was only styling black. And I'm like, you have to break out of that. Like, yeah. But it was a thing. He developed his shapes, his concepts, like things that he used now in that time period. And like, I helped him break out of that. And he was like, you can't be using cheap shit. Like, you're yeah. t- trying to make it Vogue level. Like, you know, you have to correct yourself as creatives and not be offensive offended by it. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people do. Like constructive criticism is great for every creative because you're going to be harder on yourself than somebody else is. If you think all the bad things about yourself, then nobody can take shit because you're going to correct yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about these shapes because you keep bringing up shapes. So how is shapes implemented in fashion? Well, with my aesthetic generally, like I am, I have like, I think four good aesthetics that I've mastered. Like, my Leather Warrior, my Dominatrix girl, my Cool Girl, and like, that's like my street style thing. And then also, like, I don't know, I take materials and then I just create and build these shapes. Like, I just do things and it's just like, it comes out of my head. I call it the Creative Holy Ghost. It's the Creative Holy Ghost. Like, once like, I'm third looking, I'm like, okay, I have an idea. Mm. Like and like, oh, like maybe insert this into like the like one time I like saw a stack of newspapers outside and I was like I'm taking that inside and then boom. It's just a masterpiece, Art. creating yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So you you make your own pieces as well. Um yeah, sometimes depending on what like I have a gr- degree in design, so that's also like with pattern making you have to understand the way that the body works and like what shapes and how measurements and things go and. It's something that I don't know. I didn't really haven't like learned the words to speak what I feel while I'm doing it. Mm. So you really haven't connected with that. I have, and not like have. It just I don't have the words right now. Okay. Catch me on a trade day when you know I'm a little late. It's just gonna pour out of me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So tell me about like that mindset you have to be in when you are styling. Like, like where where do you pull that that inspiration from? Is the big moment with the shoe is if it's all yeah. red shoe, then we're doing all red things. But I want to do red that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah. You know, like I want to do a moment that's like always. My thing is creating moments, and like it's the Brendan effect. Like moments are like what I get hired for because mm-hmm. people know that I like I deliver. Like if you leave a shoot with me. You're gonna have a moment. It's gonna be that one photo. It goes viral. You're right. gonna get the most likes you ever had. It's gonna be the best photo that you ever taken. Cause I'm very thorough. I'm so thorough when it comes to things like that. Like, and I'm not a bitch, but I'm like, no, that ain't it. Yeah. The hair's not it. The makeup's not it. I don't like this look. Let's take it off. You're posing the wrong way. I need you to look at this and like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I even remember when I came to your house and <laughs> <laughs> you was like, your hair has to be like this. You have to stand this way. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, yeah, cause so that means that you pay attention, attention. to like all all of it, the whole look. So give me this answer. What does image mean to you? Image to me, I believe is like, I don't know. So I did come up with something the other day and I had a really good moment where it was like an epiphany. Epiphany? Yeah. Like an epiphany. And it was like, God gave like peacocks beautiful feathers to attract mates. And like, and then other creatures have things to assert their dim- dominance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like porcupines, like, don't go near it. Okay, porcupines. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we have, like, energy and we have, like, our spirits to protect us from, like, you know, different things. Mm-hmm. But your clothes are your feathers. So that's an image. Like, you, like, literally exude what you want the world to know about you from what you're wearing. Mm. Like, I can collect data on you. I'm a people watcher, so I can collect data on you. I know your financial income, your spiritual beliefs, all from an outfit. I can scan you. Yeah. Like, it was That's intimidating. It is intimidating. (laughs) And so I was in L.A., and my friend's neighbor comes over, and, like, she, like looks at me like and she just looks, looks at me up and down and I'm, I'm like in sweatpants and like black t-shirt and i have my little prouders on or whatever she's like you know already categorized me like, mm. it's just like another little like you know right and she comes over her birkin bag and she has her little like um cost sweater on mm-hmm. and her isabella Morant pants but mind you i knew where everything came from and like she just has a certain type of face and she's like standing there and she's ignoring me the whole time I'm in the kitchen. She's like, and my friend's like, do you not know who Brendan is? Like, he's major. She's like, oh, no, tell me about yourself. I was like, I don't have to, darling. I know everything about you. I was like, you have an aristocrat face. You look like you fuck diplomats. And she started dying because she was engaged to a diplomat. Oh, my God. Based off of her outfit and her persona. So you could just read. Mm-hmm. You're a reader. I'm a reader. Oh my gosh. And you a cooker. And I'm a cooker. <laughs> I just like the creative process, yes. you know? I like to like ingredients, a little mm-hmm. witchy. You and know. then put it together put and it make together a masterpiece. And a masterpiece. Masterpiece is always my like. And a moment. Mm-hmm. We live for the moments. We live for the moments. I love that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Brethren. You're welcome. For sharing. This is so amazing to just like learn about like your journey and, you know, you have so much more 
like left life in you so mm -hmm. where do you want where do you see yourself like in the next few years with me i really want to like make an impact on pop culture like i want that to be like you know like you see pop or hip-hop pop culture okay. like pop culture history like that like i want to assert my dominance you know like when you see um a somebody in a corset and a white wedding gown what do you think, Madonna? Mm -hmm. You know, where like I want an era of Brendan. Like okay. when you see somebody in neutral tones, you think Kim. You see somebody in like a Yeezy tight fit, you think Kanye. I want that for myself. Okay, so where are you gonna start? Oh, I gotta find the right artist. And I think I'm gonna have. Right. And where like it's it'll be their thing, but then you get that person and then you trickle it to other people and yeah. just like, where's this look coming from? And like, I don't need to be like the forefront of it. I right. need to like, like have the fashion history books, right? Brendan Alexander developed this aesthetic at this point in time and like, it's called the Brendan look. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a moment. It's I'm a excited moment. for that. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, wow, that's so, so like inspiring. That like a whole a whole stylist can just like transform an artist, but why not? Like I know you touched on this in the beginning about like you know putting some of like your creative energy into yourself. Mm -hmm. Why can't you just be the like the oh forefront? baby it's coming? Oh okay, because I'm waiting. You have it's a good coming. energy, a good spirit. I feel like people need to see you. You know, step out in front of the cameras, like hello. Yeah, that's why I'm here. So, like, I'm letting them know, you know. Let them little, know. Speak you know? up. Speak into the mic. Tell them speak you're here. Speak into the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna speak into the mic. No, I Insert do have like. Insert your dominance. I'm inserting my dominance. <laughs> that you're about to create so. a whole pop culture moment. I am. Yeah. We're manifesting it together. Okay. Right? Right? Okay, we're going to manifest it together, and then we'll check back with each other in, like, mm, three years. Yes. You know? It's going to be, like, it's it'll be a moment. It like, will. It's, I don't have, like, lack of faith in myself, and, like, everyone around me doesn't. Like, you're one of the people that are, like, a pusher for me. Like, no, you don't understand how mm -hmm. people perceive you. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I know like, you don't. I don't care. So I just be chill about it. I like being behind the scenes, but like if y'all want me on the forefront, I'm a be there and okay. I'm gonna show up and show out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. you too. Mm -hmm. What is your relationship with reality TV? Oh girl, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I literally cannot. Like I literally do not um watch reality tv like love of hip-hop i know everything about love of hip-hop i have so many friends on this show right but i've never watched a full season wow. like i've seen a couple of episodes but social media you don't need to watch it like yeah. i didn't have like i like watch reality television for real for real was like flavor love not oh my god that's like the start of reality <laughs> yeah i've seen a couple of like the hot stuff like you know like housewives of atlanta when like nini was on there but other than that i don't really like like reality television yeah i like mm, i don't like the like production like behind it like if it's reality why is it set up so fake you know oh. and i've been like asked to come on love and hip like four times oh wow I'd be like, no. They just need like your own. Sh you need your own show. Yeah. So like that okay. would be cool. So we could see like what stylists do. I know, but the thing about it is like 
So I would say I'm gonna be one part Andre Leon Talley, one part Lloyd Boston, and one part Rachel Zoe. So speaking about like, like, oh, where am I putting myself to the forefront? Yeah. That's like my combination of things. Like, I wanna be able to go to Target and put my name on some pillows or some shit, you know? Oh. Like, that'd be cool, you yeah. know? But like, my thing with reality television, my mama don't wanna see me on TV fighting. She'll be mortified. Yeah. She'll be so upset. So like, I'm not gonna even put myself out there like that because I'm respected as an artist. Okay. Where like, it kind of dumb down, dumbs down your like level in of like artistry, yeah. artistry, and then in fashion, you're looked at a little bit crazy. Like, like uh, you're a reality star and not an artist. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, like if I was to do reality TV or anything, it would be like, um. Like a docu series shot in all Ooh, black and white. Okay. Me going to Paris. You ever seen the um, uh, what is it? Come to me, come to me, come to me. Isaac Mosharaki movie. Mm, no, I haven't. It's so something like that, okay. and like on IFC. Okay. So you know, and like I would do something like that, but like other than that, nah. And then like I don't really even work with reality stars because they have a um. Showrooms have a no love of hip hop loan policy. It's really bad. Like it's oh, it gets wow. deeper than what you actually think. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, we got some inside on reality <laughs> TV. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank you again. Like I said before, for coming on and sharing your story, and I'm excited to see where where you know you take yourself. <laughs> in the next few years. Yeah, we got this. Yes. We got this. I'm I'm excited to see where you blossom and bloom. I can't wait for Thank it. You. Like I can't. I yes. I was here first. Yes, you were. You know Tia. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening. And Tia Tia is love out. It. Bye. <laughs> this show hot like the pot been cooking. Come to your talks if you out here pushing. Hey, and our fans and brands stay looking. You know who to call when you ready for a booking. Shorty bad, watch the way she walk.